0: Welcome to another episode of life and all that jazz and if you're listening to this podcast for the first time let me introduce myself. Hi I'm Verbi trying to speak, record and publish once in a while with some jazzy topics. So the other day when I take a stroll on the terrace under the starry moonlit sky I was just having a prep talk with myself. I do it quite often and this particular habit escalates. Let me tell you this. Sometimes, I find myself talking to and replying to my own thoughts in public, and the rest is history. Anyways, what was I thinking? I was just thinking that what if I could not read and write, and what if I can recognize the alphabets or the numericals? What would life have been then? And let me tell you this this is a very scary thought and i feel so privileged that i got my formal education i met some kick-ass humans to interact where we shared some values i mean being educated having certain knowledge is so important it is as important as being literate and getting enrolled in a social institution That's my take and I believe there are so many families out there who believe in homeschooling too and that is totally okay. I mean, I definitely believe that learning is a lifelong process but a kid also needs an environment where they learn their first interaction under professional guidance. To discuss things further, two professional educators will join me in this podcast where we'll discuss on the importance of education, teachers, and much more. Let me introduce Ananya Hazarika, Delhi Public School Gohati teacher, and Chinmoy Deka, Mariam Arjmal Women's College of Science and Technology. Welcome, Anna, welcome, Chinu, to this podcast, and um, today we will be discussing about the importance of education.
1: Hi, thank you for having us.
0: Hello. Welcome, welcome. And uh, first of all, I want to ask both of you, as you are into this profession and have been in this field for a while now, so what difference will you draw between a person who can read and write and the ones who cannot? I mean, this definitely includes their behavioral pattern, interaction, the way they speak, you know, and so on. Um, We'll start with you, Anna.
1: Okay, uh, first, uh, everybody knows that, uh, you know, the general difference between an uh, illiterate person and a literate person, right? Mm, But uh, through my experience, uh, let's go to behavioral pattern. Uh, What I have, uh, you know, understood or experienced is that, you know, a literate person is more flexible, you know, more updated. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it gets easier for them to follow the, uh, you know, Newest or latest updates mm. about anything, all
2: anything. right. And,
1: um, yeah, and when it comes to interaction, then uh, you know they have proper uh, communication skills. And uh, you know, when it comes to greeting someone, they are well acquainted with that. Um, mm. what else? Uh, when it comes to a formal conversation, you know, they can have a proper formal conversation, yes, all right. Huh. And uh, when, uh, you know, uh also, they are taught about pronunciations and, you know, uh, body language. And everything is taught when it comes to a, a, a literate person. Ha, ha, ha. So, yeah, that's what I have derived. So, uh, they are
0: more confident while speaking or interacting, you know?
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah.
0: What about you, chinu I mean, from your experience.
2: Yeah, so reading obviously makes... Our uh, reading, uh, studying obviously brings in a big, huge difference in anyone's mm-hmm. life, because mm-hmm. reading is like the gateway of knowledge. Okay, and we mm-hmm. do not need knowledge only because we need a job or we need to pass the exam. Reading is a very normal thing. We lead like for five minutes read, read like half an hour. We are making it, I know, a habit. We inculcate so much of information that it helps us grow within. It helps us expand. Mm-hmm. And one very important thing I think a person who is literate is that they have a perspective, okay, Mm. and they are good observers of others. And they are since they are very uh, you know Kenya has sage, they are flexible. They can accept the changes, and they are not so quick to judge. Uh They can uh, you know they have this uh, thing they are going to wait, analyze the situation, and then we pass a comment. Okay, that is the we have we get a perspective about. Other, li- other lives. you know mm-hmm. we, we have we can reflect upon ourselves we can reflect upon what we talk so this i think is a very important uh difference and uh obviously people who do not read they are uh inside a shell the knowledge is limited limited they, yeah. Have, yeah, mm-hmm. they, they want to just stick to their own uh, patterns age-old traditions maybe mm-hmm. and this thing does not allow them to grow with huh. time, I believe we have to change. And only really, I believe we are brings in a change. And this is really, very important. Change, as you know, change is like constant. And changes, so, we, you know, we have to acquire knowledge. And this is how we are going to change ourselves for the better. Totally.
0: Yeah. And, um, of course, today's topic of discussion is the importance of education, uh, which is, of course, Again, an extremely vast topic. So, long story short, what do you think is an educated individual? Anna. Uh,
1: okay. Uh, according to me, what I think is, uh, it an educated individual is someone you know who has the ability to adapt okay, and who is less judgmental, and, uh, you know, someone who looks at the bigger picture, who is aware and alert of the things around them, Hmm. okay, and, uh, you know, uh, there are many, I just don't believe, uh, you know, that a literate person can be educated, there's a huge difference, Difference, a literate person can be uneducated as well, right, Ah. and Hmm. an illiterate person can be educated, Okay, okay, so I think, Uh, an educated person, uh, you know, or an individual should be curious, he should be, you know, skeptic, who does not simply follow the rules and has the ability to uh, question them, Mm -hmm. who has logical and good judgment, uh, with good critical and reasoning skills, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, and and, and an educated person is mostly compassionate. And, you know, they have the balance, Uh, they can balance between, you know, being skeptical, and then being uh, you know a uh, little bit uh, compassionate as well okay huh. so uh, you know it does not follow There, there is no certain pattern of being an educated person true. it keeps huh. on changing yeah it keeps on changing and uh, you know there is a lot of yeah like Chino said you know uh, an educated person uh, he or she has a lot of perspective true true so huh. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they have, uh, they can accept the changes. And, uh, you know, it, it actually mostly depends on one's mind, you know, how you can devise your mind. Wow. Uh, even if you're an illiterate person, how you can devise your mind to accept the changes that is, uh, you know, that are happening around you. So, like- yeah, that's what, yeah.
0: Perspective and embracing all the changes that is happening in and around. I mean, change is exactly that is constant, as Chino said. That I also agree. So, Mm -hmm. no. So,
2: Chino, what do you think about that? I mean, yeah, very rightly said. True. I'd also like to add one thing. Um, educated person, I believe, is a person who is liberal. Okay, like. With knowledge with um, not, not only like book knowledge okay knowledge about uh-huh. you know about basic human knowledge it will make you a liberal person a person should have his own opinion his own voice okay that is very important i think and uh, you know we should um, not really follow all assumptions an educated person i believe will not just follow blindly into uh, anything that is being said that person totally. has the ability like yeah yeah right he has the ability to uh question okay mm. we, we have to question Once, whatever is sold to us we need to question Do your own little research and then question yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm, true that is it so i think one should be liberal and this educated person will have a strong voice yes and uh, uh, with, uh, along with them uh, along with himself he should be able to um, communicate this message in a very proper way, so that even mm-hmm. others can uh, you know, get his perspective and not really um, uh, put this, uh, put his opinion on him, just share his ideas so mm-hmm. that people can also understand. Yeah, I think that is an important aspect of an educated person.
0: There is, I believe it too. Uh, I mean, both of you had like the same opinions as me. And I believe that learning is a lifelong process you learn every day and from not just from books but it's it comes on an everyday basis you can learn from a from an experience from a good experience from a bad experience it matters altogether. so Now I want to ask is that both of you are teachers. I mean, teachers play an important role in molding a child's future, imparting him, her with knowledge. And this, of course, doesn't end in the classroom scene, but outside the school premises as well, nurturing them. So how has been your experience all these years being a part of this structure, curriculum?
1: Okay. Um, you know, other than the curriculum-based teaching, uh, actually CBSE has been slowly adding, uh, you know, a holistic approach to make students more skillful. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, and other than that, you know, we uh, mostly as teachers, you know, students look up to a teacher as a know-it-all person. And, uh, yeah, and uh, they perceive the teacher as if, you know, the teacher can never make any mistakes, you know, like the perfect persona. All right. But uh, teachers are also human beings. We also make mistakes, of course. So, uh, you know, what I do, I mostly share my experiences of failures with the students. Okay. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, that makes them more confident, actually, because uh, nowadays students are very vulnerable. Yeah, they, uh, they suffer from anxiety from a very uh, younger age. They suffer from peer pressure because yes. mostly students have working parents nowadays. And, uh, you know, working parents, they find it very difficult to give them enough time. So students mm-hmm. feel a lot of, you know, uh, alienation from the parents. They do. Yes. Uh, what mm-hmm. I have experienced in all these years. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, if they suppose they take part in a competition uh, and, uh, you know, they do not win that it it huh. it really makes their morale it brings their morale down so what oh. i i try to share my personal you know experiences of failure and when they hear those kind of stories you know it gives them confidence like you know if 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 my teacher you know had such kind of an incident with her and if she could you know uh, move on and get over it so why can't i do that mm-hmm. so you know this this brings a certain kind of uh, uh, Confidence in them and uh, it makes them better at their uh, skill or whatever they are doing at. Oh. And another thing is that, you know, we need to share uh, stories, you know, morale stories of being more tolerant. I do that. I, I share stories of being more tolerant, more compassionate, of understanding somebody else's perspective. Oh. And uh, I also make it a point that every session, you know, I try to integrate at least one A gardening activity you know just to make them aware of the ecosystem around them because we all are uh, yeah we are all uh, we all are facing that you know uh, uh, let's go to the pandemic students need to be made aware of each and everything around them and this is mostly not based on the curriculum this is what we as teachers can help students to you know understand Mm-hmm. various things and various scenarios are around them yes yeah.
0: and anna you have mentioned a very important point i would like to highlight it again um that is failure yeah I, mm-hmm. uh honestly speaking um we i when i was a kid i was taught that failure is something bad and uh we were asked that we should stay away from failure. But now, as I have grown up as a person, being an adult, I think failure is very underrated. If you do not fail, you would never know how is, how does it, like, is it to experience that? How to get up again after uh, failing, you know? So... Mm -hmm. um, All these experiences that you share of failure to the children, I think it's like a morale boost for them. It's like a motivation and there will be a deeper understanding of both victory and failure.
1: Exactly, exactly. Now, you know, when you start sharing about your failures, you know, uh, now whenever they take part in a competition or, you know, when they don't win something, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. they get uh, this uh, confidence that, okay, I have at least taken part. At least Mm -hmm. I took one step, you know, towards success. And everybody knows that.
0: Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: and uh, if we do not make mistakes, how are we going to learn them? We are never going to learn without making mistakes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So, uh, Chino, what about you?
2: Yes. Um. Okay, Ma'am, uh, <laughs> I think <laughs> I think you know listening is very important. Listening yeah. is the key to uh, have a bond between them and mm-hmm. the first thing of a uh, you know a very important aspect between a teacher and a student is to have a bond, a very strong bond only then maybe uh teaching as a teacher, I'll be more comfortable as a student, they'll be comfortable and obviously, uh, yeah and and uh, I think we have uh, developed this bond as my experience uh, through all the functions and activities which we conduct. Uh-huh. Be it in the school event, be it mm-hmm. in other, for example, a teacher's day, uh, children's day, or whatever events which we uh-huh. keep on organizing poetry competitions. So in this, what happens? We get to know the student uh, outside the classroom. Yes. That, oh, yes. Yeah. Because in the classroom there is a formal environment, and once well, we are out, yeah, when we are out and we get to know them personally, so know about their family, because uh-huh. they share the more Mm. we, uh, you know, can become personal with them, we Uh are friendly. I try to be very friendly with my students as much as possible. Uh yeah, then they start to even, you know, share their things, okay? And some of the students have, they really shared their fears. They have also said things like, uh, they never wanted to pursue what they are studying. Okay, Okay. it is under peer pressure because Uh of parents that they have ended up in this uh, class, in in this college Uh uh, with this subject. So, you know, they are somewhere they, they're afraid that now what okay, we what? have taken it, but I don't know how to proceed. So, it is it becomes a challenge for the teacher also to really understand this psychology which is working behind them mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, to listen. And sometimes it happens that uh, maybe as a teacher, I cannot sort out their problems, but yeah. when they get to share it with me, it helps. So, I think that is very important. And mm. uh, I uh, walk in a college, a girls' college, and yeah. w- in this environment, uh, my always uh, you know agenda is that I try to teach them something uh, of the basic rights. I try to make them realize mm. what, when, uh, like they should take a stand. And yes. I have seen some of them have said me things which really touched my heart. Like they said that, "Ma'am, what you have said, the very opposite of this, we have." witnessed like we have seen in our surroundings things like this happening but, but when you one, share see, this
0: is a thought before huh
2: hmm. yeah, yeah yeah but we were told told to be like this we were told to be very distant we were told to sit this mm-hmm. way we were told to talk in a low voice ah. so things like that. and when i tell them this is not wrong you know uh, know what is right ah. so it it has them They get the confidence that uh, actually they need to um you know stand by and we need to accept these changes. So mm-hmm. I think these are the things which small, small ways I think when which we can change or make a small impact in the student's life. Mm-hmm. And it's not perhaps student but also me. I think we grow together. So that is important.
0: And of course we will definitely be talking about the national education policy 2020 that is has recently been approved by the Union Cabinet this year. And this was a breakthrough in the education system as it has replaced the decades old policy. I mean, uh, the new education policy gives importance of mother tongue, regional languages. And it has also stated that it will not be, there will not be a language barrier. Uh, The 10 plus 2, the age old 10 plus 2 structure has been replaced with 5 plus 3 plus 3 plus 4 model. So, um, there has been a lot of changes in the policy. And I um, want to ask you guys, because you have been in this profession, um, how, how do you think this new policy bring the change in the system and uh, child's
1: growth or the student's growth? Anna? Um. Okay, so actually this whole policy in itself is, you know, uh, a holistic approach. It, it, it will basically focus on the overall development of the child. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, in earlier education system, we would basically uh, rely mostly on marks, right, on your grades. And uh, there have been, you know, there are students who really... Uh, you know they do not have a strong hold over you know an equal hold over all of the all of the subjects. Like mm-hmm. if a student, uh, you know, uh, he or she is not interested much in literature or any language subject, that child may excel in maths. That child mm-hmm. may uh, you know excel in uh, dance or any other art forms. So I think NEP 2020 is going to be a very helpful. For those kind of students, you know, uh, students who really do not like sitting in the class and studying for hours throughout the day uh, and, you know, forcefully trying to understand something which you cannot. There Mm -hmm. are students like that. Yes, there are students like that. And mostly uh, the first thing, the basic uh, education will start from you know learning through mother tongue so mother tongue is going to be the medium which will Uh of course help the students learn better and you know understand and grasp the uh, concepts better Uh because uh, there are different kind of uh, students different kinds of students who come from various backgrounds and they they sit under the same roof right Uh there are hindi speaking students there are asmi speaking students bengali speaking students and you know, sometimes uh, if you look at the background also, sometimes it's not easier for everyone to understand English or a particular language. So uh-huh. I think it will help the students to understand better the first five years. And uh, like uh, three years of preschool and Anganwadi, they will be accepted as formal education, which, is, uh, which in a way is really good. And uh-huh. uh, they will not be getting that uh, basic, you know, grading report card. Mm-hmm. And overall, like physical health, uh, spiritual health, mental mm-hmm. health, uh, yeah, and your yes. skills, everything will be uh, included in this uh, particular policy. So yes. I think it is going to help students. And, uh, but again, then again, there are pros and cons to everything. So yeah. it is just uh, we can leave it on time and uh, we can see how this works out. Mm-hmm. But I'm really hopeful about it. Huh. And yeah, so that's it. Students will be skillful. They will learn the basic survival skills. They will learn critical questioning. And, uh, you know, b- even spiritual and emotional well being will be judged. Not just judged, you know, taught and uh, provided to them. So uh, I think NEP 2020 is going to bring out a change. Chino, uh,
2: what do you think about this new? Ed- yeah, I also have I also have great hopes for this MEP. Mm-hmm. Actually thing is when I listen to all the benefits, I feel like I want to start over again <laughs> yeah, and go back and study. <laughs> <laughs> because of certain opportunities, yeah. You see, you see education is the soul of the society and it is through education only where like a you know human being mm-hmm. is built. Well. But uh our our education is like so much focused on red race. We are emphasizing only rote learning. We learn only because we need marks and we need a job. Okay, so that has been the monotonous way which we have been following. But I think this new education policy it aims at a very universal level, and I believe it is going to bring in a change. And uh, the most important thing, um, you know my my favorite point here is that the flexibility to choose subjects. Yes. Because yes. we yeah uh, we can choose subjects based on our likes and dislikes, mm-hmm. and this is going to impact students' learning abilities positively. Yes. Now uh, instead of uh, having just one specific area, we our studies will become uh, multidisciplinary. Mm-hmm. So this multidisciplinary aspect is. Really, with, you know, I can. I think it is the need of the hour. Yeah. in India. What happens is that we are so focused like engineering, medicine, law, a doctor. Uh, so, so, these it are the specific. Yeah, we all only know, <laughs> yeah, only limited. We only know that these are the subjects yeah. which gives you a job. Yeah. But I think now we'll get an exposure to the other yeah. subjects, We we'll, humanity, music, arts, all those things will have equal opportunity. Oh, I see. I have seen uh, science people who are also very creative. They yeah. are very good in writing. Yes. Yeah. Ah. So I think now, now when you are taking science, means, they can also take writers, a Yeah. Engineers are becoming
0: writers. What are you talking about? They are. Like
2: yes. Stuff. Yes. Yes.
0: True. True. <laughs> yeah.
2: True. Yeah. <laughs> they write. They have written very good good works. Yeah. So I think. Yeah. This is very important. And this policy it focuses on how to think, how to analyze. Is going to make your w- mind like work, mm-hmm. not going to just learn something. And one other important thing is going to uh, promote online education as well, yes. because uh, the situation has proved that online education is so important. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I will not see that online education will take over the physical education because, um, are, you know, not, not yet accustomed interaction to it. is
0: also very important for a student.
2: Yeah, oh this is important, mm. true. So, we can have, I think, uh, both can be balanced. Yeah, true. Okay, ah, exactly. True, true. It can be a part mm-hmm. of it, not whole, all, all of them, but then it can be a part of it. And this policy is going to also give importance to online education. It is good. And, uh, well, we will only know about how successful it is after it is executed. True, true. We have a really okay. long, yeah, long journey to understand. Lot of criticisms going on mm-hmm. uh, regarding language also. Huh. Uh, it is uh, it's good that uh, mother tongue is um, in added no. here, and class uh, five it is mandatory to read the you know the mm-hmm. mother tongue. But I think uh, there's a little problem here in the sense that uh, if the medium of teaching becomes mother tongue, I think very, even many students are going to face problems. For example, if we take Assam here, we don't only have Assamese people here. So, if mm-hmm. the mother tongue is only Assamese, I I believe that Assamese subjects should be compulsory. Ha. Not only Assamese, like mother tongue subjects should be compulsory. But the medium medium of, of
0: teaching, teaching yes, have, ha. that might cause a little problem yeah. for the students. Hmm.
2: Yeah, that's true. So, medium of teaching, if we make it based on the mother tongue there'll be a huge section mm-hmm. which uh, is going to face trouble. Uh-huh. Because it now might discrimination, discrimination as well.
1: Yeah, There might there be a, a yeah. division among the uh-huh. students. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh.
2: Uh-huh. Yes. And also one problem I think is like uh, we'll be introduced, like students will be introduced to English uh, after class 6. Uh-huh. So starting you know, from class 6 it'll be like uh, you know, because we we are going to start with ABCs from English from six. Then I think it is. Little, this is a little, uh, confusing, be, huh,
0: in the first place. Yeah. Yes.
2: I I find that there is some kind of a mismatch in that area. Uh-huh. Okay, I believe that this subject should be equally taken. Like mother tongue should have the same weightage as the English subject because after all English will have a global global impact. Uh-huh. So I think. Um, just a question mark on that part, but I don't know how it works out. That is just um, yeah a doubt which I have, and I also think this new system is going to be a challenge let's for the teachers because let's hope for the best yeah, <laughs> yeah we hope for the best teachers I think will find a new challenge because again uh, they have to again uh, you know mold themselves to this new system to teach the new students oh, I think that's but it. I think oh.
1: teachers can do it just just how we have adapted ourselves to online you know I teaching mean, I think in, yeah it, uh,
2: in a very less time teachers have adapted
1: themselves exactly, to exactly. so I think uh, yeah it may take some time yeah. but uh, we have in fact we have already started preparing you know the school that I'm teaching at We have already started preparing by taking different kind of, you know, courses and degree, you know, uh, workshops uh, based on NEP 2020. So I think, yeah, preparations have actually already been started. So Uh slowly and steadily, we will be able to, yeah, take a, you know, hold over it.
2: Okay. So no no one is going to stay back. We all are going to fight this race together. True. (laughs) True. teachers and students together Yeah. So what is it like to be a teacher yeah. i mean
0: share your views for the job experience who want to be in this profession how does it feel like to be a teacher what is it to be like a teacher
1: um first of all i would like to confess that it's really stressful um hmm. uh, but then again, you know, when you see, uh, you know, when you meet your students, I specifically, I teach the elementary level. So I teach all these younger minds. And uh, mm-hmm. I, yeah, when you start in- interacting with the students, when you share your ideas, when you gain knowledge, we gain, gain knowledge from students as well. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it becomes informative as well. And then uh, I have become more of a tolerant person. I used to be a very, very short-tempered person. But, you know, after joining this profession, I have become more tolerant. I have become more understanding. Uh, Mm -hmm. But then again, there are, like I said, there are pros and cons to everything. And uh, what I have understood is that, you know, teaching is just not a profession. It's, It's an idea. Everyone can be a teacher, right? I mean, uh, our parents are our teachers. I have learned a lot of things from my friends. I have Mm. learned a lot of things from my colleagues. I have learned a lot of things from my students also. In fact, you know, today we were uh, in our online classes, we were discussing uh, the student, uh, this particular student was, uh, you know, uh, telling us about the world's smartest uh, dinosaur. Uh, So yeah, we had a very interesting conversation. Uh, uh, sorry,
0: is he Ross? <laughs> <Just kidding.
1: laughs> yeah, maybe that student would like to be Ross someday. Yeah, because <laughs> the student was continuously talking about uh, dinosaurs and how he is very fascinated by this, uh, you know, medieval uh, creature. So. Yes. So teaching is, you know, very, it's, it's, it's like subjective, actually. It's not just a profession. And uh, I have learned a lot of things. And uh, nowadays, teaching does not only stay inside the classroom, there's a lot of paperwork. And then, you know, we have to also learn a lot about, you know, how to mold a child's personality. And, uh, you know, giving them um, basic, you know, uh, the basic learnings about the necessity of uh, survival skills mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. how they can be independent how they can follow their passion these mm-hmm. are the things that me being a student uh, did not learn so much during my school days okay oh. and yeah there we because mostly it was curriculum based our our yes. study and everything was mostly p- curriculum based but nowadays yeah nowadays you know the curriculum is very flexible And uh, we discuss a lot of things inside the classrooms, a lot of things, various topics. So even I have Mm -hmm. learned a lot of things and uh, teaching has been great. But again, it has been stressful as well. So, so yeah, for the new, you know, for the people who really want to be teachers, uh, there is just, I would like to give you one uh, suggestion you have to be very very tolerant and you have to actually understand the child the the the, you know there are many students who hate sitting inside the classroom there are many students nowadays children you know uh, Mm -hmm. suffer from this particular uh, ADHD okay that uh, a student is restless so you have to Mm -hmm. learn to how to deal with it and You have Mm -hmm. uh, inclusive education. We have specially able children inside our classroom. So it has also taught us how to deal with these students without taking any, you know, formal degree on that particular subject. So it it has been, I have basically learned a lot of things, how to deal, you know, how to control your, you know, emotions and deal with the uh, personal, you know, uh, problems of the child. So, yeah, it has been great so far.
2: Okay, great. What about you, Chinu? Okay, to be honest, um, thing is, I was not so positive about uh, Being how this profession is going to turn out Yeah, for me. Okay, I thought this profession is kind of boring, sorry. But it was just a notion. But when I have started this profession, when I became a part of this curriculum, then I realized that I was so wrong because being a teacher being with students it changes your perspective a lot my most uh, like now my students have become a prized possession for mm-hmm. me i have no words to describe this it's uh, it's a very important thing i think for a teacher uh, this has grown okay i have changed a lot of perspective has changed in me i have started to understand people i have started my you know this uh, students life have Made a lot strong impact on me. But, uh, yeah, obviously, the job is hectic. Very, very hectic at times. (laughs) So stressful. Teaching on one hand. But then there are so many other aspects to deal with. As as Ananya has said, the paperwork. It's never interesting to do that part. Mm -hmm. But, obviously, we have to maintain Maintain everything. But then, you know, when when you go to the classroom, start with teaching, then things change. You just get... With The flow, then huh. okay. And uh, yeah, this teacher's day, uh, I have received the portrait, a sketch from my student. Now, these are small things, but it, uh, you know, that they love uh, a few of them wrote poems dedicated to me, wow. okay. So, this things, yeah, there was the way they think about us, they have so much high regards for me, or like not only me, like for every teacher. Mm-hmm. So, this. Small, small things are so important. It has influenced me. It has made me a better person. I can see this. Wow. In, uh, a better, positive way. This this profession is invigorating, it is influencing, and yeah, and, and the important thing I have also learned to be tolerant. Because we have to learn. Yeah. You get angry. I, I used to be, I, you know, a very short-tempered person. I get angry very easily, but now I have started to, you know, control. Mm-hmm. It has uh, come naturally dealing with all these issues. Now, um, because we have to deal with like different, different problems. Every student problem is different from the other problem. So, uh, you know, dealing with them individually has helped me learn many things and grow within. Okay. I have grown as a person and I would like to also thank that, you know, my whatever students I have taught so far have helped me. And obviously... Um, as a teacher I have uh, since I'm te- I teach them I think I'm also expanding on that platform Samantha. I'm studying mm. more yeah I study more so that I can teach them so in that way also it's an advantage yeah. so yeah and obviously we're in profession now like now I understand why people say the love and respect you receive Yeah, is, uh, it, uh, yeah it is very you know wonderful feeling
0: so we had some amazing conversation thank you so much it's like rediscovering your own self uh, learning how to be inclusive i mean teaching is not just a profession it's also a feeling i suppose and um, yes thanks it's an lot, emotion yeah. i
1: think yeah yeah, yeah it's an, it's an emotion. emotion you know now uh, nowadays you know sometimes it happens you don't uh, have this energy to go to school right uh, you know, waking mm-hmm. up early at 5 o'clock in the morning and then packing your things and tiffins and everything. You know, sometimes uh, you don't like going to the school. But now since the lockdown, when I don't get to meet my students, when I don't get that, you know, the students have a certain kind of, you know, aura. The moment you enter the classroom yeah, and they, you know, scream, good morning, ma'am, it gives you a certain kind <laughs> of <laughs> <an> energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. And uh, these online classes... uh To be honest, I'm not really liking it. I really miss my students and Mm -hmm. I miss the screaming, the way, you know, I tell them to stop screaming, the way I take them to the park and, you know, I, and during the break times, the way I, you know, the smell of the tiffins, you know, the touch Mm -hmm. of their little hands. I really miss that. So teaching is an emotion. Yes, it is.
2: It's an emotion. True, true. Yeah, I really miss this whole environment of being inside the school, you uh, know, college campus, ah. the break periods where they like come running and saying, ma'am, you know, this is the thing, ma'am, she has said me this, she has done this. It's like they talk to her friend, they come and share so many things. Ooh. And it was very, very interesting and I really miss every aspect of it. Educational system
0: structure has come a long way in the country, from grades Marx-based system, running after degrees to skill-driven jobs, embracing a holistic approach. With a rather flexible curriculum, we just hope for a better tomorrow for the future generations to come. Education is the key. We learn to thrive and survive. Happy learning! If you find this podcast interesting and informative, share it with your friends and family to leave your feedback.